0: Recently, I've been talking a whole lot about the media misleading. And when you catch it in real time, in other words, we, we, we've showed Stephanie Rule correcting the media she's a part of. We've saw, saw the president correcting the media where, uh, after the fact, where, you know, they are not empty shelves that he's talking about. But when it is done in real time, it is even sweeter. It is sweeter. I want you to see what this pollster, this person, did to Chuck Todd as he tried to spin a false narrative. I want you to listen in detail. The guy was very magnanimous in the way he did it, but he didn't let the false narrative from Chuck Todd go unanswered. Check this out. We'll take it on the other side.
1: At the beginning of the survey, 20, 20, 21 years ago, um, George W. Bush won as many young voters as Al Gore. Right. Right.
2: The overall the overall take I have on this poll is voters under 30 don't look like they have a lot of reasons to show up to the polls right now. Is that what you see? Actually,
1: thankfully not. They've got more reasons to show up to the polls than ever. And um, we, we saw that. Um, as I said, turnout in 2018 for midterm was, the, was a record high, and we're tracking actually uh, the same number
2: at this stage of this midterm election. So, so the I depression right isn't that, impacting. The that, so the sometimes well, yeah, you worry about that the depression could impact yeah. the interest in the election or people just sort of giving up hope. Ah, forget it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It could,
1: but I think that's what previous generations did, Chuck. It was, frankly, the movement around Parkland and that depression and fear that turned into fight It made them stronger. And there was actually a correlation in our 2018 polling. The more depressed you were, the more likely you were to vote in those midterms. So I listen. I'm an optimist by adrenaline. Spent so much time around young people. I have to be. Um, But um, I still think I still think that we are on track for a significant but listen we can't take it for granted we cannot take it for granted we need to find ways to kind of communicate with them
2: but this is to me the canary in the coal mine here and that i think was the most important point
0: now you, you see uh the guy came back very well oh no 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 they actually have a lot more to participate and that's what they're feeling right now and by the way chuck you know, back in 2018, they were the more depressed they were, the more they came to vote because they, 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 they know they needed to cure their depression, Chuck. No Chuck, we're not going to allow you to set the narrative of the corporate structure that fears the millennials, that fears that this big group that understands they've been pilfered for all these years, that understand that the parasites can no longer be parasitic, or we will no longer allow the parasites to be parasitic. No Chuck we're not going to allow you to somehow depress them into not voting. In fact Chuck, the more they're depressed, the more they will come out to vote because they want the antidote to that depression. You see what I'm saying? Caught in real time trying to change the real narrative. Just like they did with the empty shelves. Just like they did with the price of gasoline. It's coming down, it's not reported. The shelves are filled, it's not reported. But if they're empty, you blast it all over. But if the gas prices goes up, it's all over. Let's understand the concept. Let's make sure independent media is what we actually work for, folks. Because that is what happens when you allow the corporate media's only voice to be the voice.